This podcast is sponsored by Turney Fungicide. Nothing takes out tough diseases like Turney. Learn more at valentpro.com slash Turney. This is Kyle Brown for the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm here today again with Jill Calibro, who is a return visitor to our podcast. How are you doing today, Jill? I'm good. Thank you, Kyle. How are you? I- I'm doing well. Thanks. We've been talking a little bit about Pythium. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about, kind of to look at another angle of this, is Pythium root rot. So what can you tell us about Pythium root rot? Well, Kyle, Pythium root rot, I think, is gaining a lot more interest lately. Uh, I think there's a lot more researchers that are looking into the various Pythium root rots that are out there. And I think a lot of that was started from the development of Pythium volutum, Pythium root dysfunction. And that's primarily within the southeast, the the southeastern United States. Um, But it has a lot of people really nervous around different parts of the country when they hear about Pythium root rot. They're not sure, you know, if they have this Pythium volutum, if it's root dysfunction, is it root rot, what's going on. And I think a lot of researchers now are starting to dive into this issue and try to get better answers for superintendents. And so now there's a greater awareness of Pythium root rot. Well, hopefully we get some really good answers out of that, too. Where are we seeing it right now in the U.S.? Well, it, you know, part of the issue with research with Pythium root rot, I'm just going to go back for a second, is that it's just such a difficult organism to work with. It, it's difficult to get it consistently. It can be difficult to get infections, and, and it can be difficult to identify. So I think that's been part of the problem, too. But we're absolutely learning it. A, a ton more researchers are doing a great job, and I'm excited to hear what they have learned and to share with everybody as time goes on, but what we're seeing across the U.S., and I, and I kind of just alluded to that already, is, is that it is a difficult disease to identify and diagnose, so a lot of times it can be misdiagnosed. The superintendent just looks at an area and has a general low-lying area, has some problems, the grass just doesn't look as happy and healthy. It could be a number of different things. You know, oftentimes Pythium root rot isn't at the forefront of their mind, and Maybe that's what the problem is. Pythium root rot, you know, generally comes in at times where, and in places where we're seeing a lot of rain. So in places where we're seeing maybe two or three consecutive days of rain or so, then we would start to be a little bit nervous about Pythium root rot developing. It can develop any time of the year. Um, I know a lot of people are more used to Pythium blight comes in about this time of year, and and that's the case in most places that at least are getting enough rain. I know in the Midwest it's kind of dry right now, so they're probably not going to see a whole lot of Pythium blight yet unless they get some rains come. But in the Northeast and in the Southeast, Pythium blight right now, this is we're heading into the Pythium blight season. But Pythium root rot is just kind of always there. It's there in the cool season and in the warm season, in the middle of summer. Um, it just needs a lot of rain to get it going and keep it going. And you say that it's something that we don't often think of right away. It's not at the forefront of our minds when we're looking at turf disease or if uh, turf isn't looking well. You know, what are what are the ways that we can diagnose it? You definitely have to have a sample sent off to a lab to be diagnosed because you need, you need a microscope to diagnose it, to identify the proper mycelium and the spores. You really have to send a sample in. This isn't something that you can just look at and say, oh, I've got Pythium root rot unless you've already diagnosed it before and it turns up again in the same area. Like I said, if you've got a low-lying area that tends to collect a lot of water and if we've had 
again, two or three days of consecutive rain events and a lot of moisture collecting. The soil's not really well drained. And you're used to seeing those symptoms, and you've already positively identified them as root rot. Um, but otherwise, you have to have a sample sent off for, for diagnosis. Once we've done that, sent off a sample, and had that diagnosed, you know, what can we do to get rid of it? That's the tricky part. Curative applications for any disease, especially on turf, is, is hard. There aren't fungicides out there, just aren't really well built to be good curative type products. Some are better than others. And in the case of Pythium root rot, if you have to do a curative application, um, I would recommend starting with something like Coban. Uh, and then a couple days later, two or three days later, then start in with a rotation of products like propamicarb, um, thiazofamid, methanoxum, if you, if you don't have any fungicide resistance issues. So again, the products like Segway, Banol, um, Subdue, a really nice tight rotation with those products every 14 days religiously. And then once you've identified that and you start seeing those weather patterns heading in again, start treating preventively with those products and, and again, treating them on a 14-day interval. Earlier you mentioned that uh, you might notice this if you've had it in, a, in one area on the turf already. Uh, is this something that will show up year to year? It definitely can. If the weather conditions are conducive, sure. Once the spores are there, the spores are very resistant and, and could live in the soil for a number of years. So once you have it, generally speaking, if the weather conditions are just right again, it'll come back, unfortunately. Well, we'll have to be on the lookout for it this year especially, though the places that are feeling that drought right now are probably not going to worry about it all too much this it's year. Not so much pythium in the drought places this year, definitely not. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to be on a course that either of the problems myself. But it sounds like we've, we've covered some great information here, and I, I hope this is helpful to the, the superintendents that are facing this right now. So I really appreciate you being on the show, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Kyle.